Hey, everybody. Welcome to the first ever episode of the Home Alone podcast. I'm your host, Matt Gare, NMLS 1549221, Equal Housing Lender. Are you interested in buying a home? Are you feeling lost and alone in that process? Well, don't worry, because we've got your back. We're coming at you weekly, or perhaps that's going to be bi-weekly. Look, we don't know the exact frequency yet, but the point is that we are here, and we're here to talk everything related to mortgages and home buying. Our intent is to educate our consumers, to start conversations with our peers, and hopefully to provide you with some engaging content to pass the time between now and that home purchase. I'm really excited to be here, and we hope you enjoy the show. Now, we decided to start this podcast, our first ever episode, with the big question, should you buy a home? It seems like a really natural place to start, and it actually came up recently in a conversation with a friend of mine. So shout out to Joe Maddox with Level Up Financial Coaching for asking me some hard questions occasionally. We're going to throw a link to his Instagram and LinkedIn down in the description for this episode, and hopefully we'll get him on the podcast in the near future so he can continue to ask hard questions and challenge a lot of the conventions in my industry. Okay, look, absolutely everything in mortgage and real estate is situational. So before I dive into the question, I want you to understand that there is no one size fits all here. You need to take everything that I'm going to say from this point on with the understanding that your situation is unique. And so it's really, really important that you get advice that is specific to you. You should always consult with a professional, probably multiple professionals, before you make these really big financial decisions. Okay, so getting back to the question, should you buy a home? I'm a mortgage guy, so my bias definitely tends to be towards, yes, you should buy a home. You're going to love it. It's the best thing ever. But <laughs> but the truth of the matter is that it really it depends, and it depends on a lot of factors. But for me, the biggest factor is almost always going to be time. How long do you plan to own the home? And if you have to distill this decision down to one major factor, that's it right there. The longer you own a home, the more benefit you are likely to get. So how long exactly do you need to own a home to justify that purchase? Now, every market's going to be different. Your price point matters, your interest rate matters, the cost to rent in your area matters. I think you get where I'm going with this, but for the sake of simplicity, my starting number is going to be five years. So again, go check out the description for this episode. You'll find some links to resources and sample scenarios that we put together. You're also going to find some tools and calculators that you yourself can play with. So go have some fun, do some calculating. It'll be great. What you're going to see is that after five years, you are really, really likely to come out ahead, at least from a dollar's perspective. And maybe not necessarily in a huge way, at least not in the sample scenarios we put together. Keep in mind, those actually show you coming out at a net gain after three years of ownership, not five. But you can play around with a lot of the assumptions that go into that, whether it's the cost of rent, the rate at which a house will appreciate in value, um, your interest rate, your down payment, all of that stuff is going to drive the numbers one direction or another. But even when you play around with those assumptions, what you're going to see is that after five years, you're really, really likely to come out ahead. And then after that, the gains can start to really stack up each year. So that person that's owned their home for 10, 15, 20 years, the wealth that is associated with that long-term home ownership can be really substantial. The other part that I want you to take away from this, though, is that if you're buying a home with the intention of owning it for a year or two, maybe don't. You should really consider being a renter in that scenario. You know, five years, great. Three years or four years, that middle ground, it, it, man, it really kind of depends, and it's specific to your situation. 
Also understand that buying a home has a cost and that's part of why it takes time to come out ahead. And when I say buying a home has a cost, I, I don't mean the purchase price of the home itself. And I don't mean the monthly mortgage payments. What I'm talking about is upfront cost that you realize on the day that you buy the home. There are fees associated with buying a house. There are fees associated with getting a mortgage. And then on the other end, when you go to sell the house, typically there's going to be some, some costs and fees associated with that. So it takes time for the gains that are affiliated with home ownership to be large enough to offset those costs that come with buying and selling. And that's part of why you typically don't buy a home and make a big profit a year later. I also want to clarify that we're talking about buying a primary residence. I'm not talking about second homes and I'm not talking about investment properties. Getting into investment buying, it's a totally different ballgame. That's an episode uh, of its own, probably a whole series, honestly. Um, And outside of that, you can also look back and find plenty of examples where people owned a home for a year or two years and made a ton of money on it. Maybe they improved the home and flipped it. Personally, I consider that to be investment buying, so it's not really relevant to our conversation today. Or maybe someone bought a home in 2019 and sold it in 2021. You know, that's great. I'm I'm glad that worked out well for them, but you can't count on global pandemics coming in every year to massively drive up the value of your home so that you get to make a profit every two years. It's just not going to happen consistently. Also relevant to the conversation are the immeasurable costs and benefits of owning a home. So, for example, speaking personally, the degree of control that I feel as a homeowner, that's extremely valuable to me. But I can't put a dollar figure on it for myself. And I certainly cannot put a dollar figure on it for you. But maybe that's not something you value. Maybe the flexibility that is associated with being a renter means a lot more to you. So just keep that in mind. Look, there's intangibles and immeasurables, stuff that you can't put a value on. I think this is also a great time to give you that reminder again that there is no one size fits all here. You are unique. Your situation, your priorities, your goals, all of this is unique to you. So if you want advice that is specific to your situation, please reach out. All of my contact information is listed in the episode description. And I don't care if you're buying a home right now or if you're just in those early stages where you're trying to get advice and maybe get your ducks in a row. There's no cost, no obligation associated with that. Just just know that we're here and we're here to be a resource for you. The last thing that I wanted to get to before we wrap up is that I have a request for you. If you have questions that you need answered, if you have content that you might find engaging, if there's something that you're just really struggling to understand about homeownership or the economics associated with it, reach out. Look, we really genuinely want to hear from you. And in addition to that, if you like what we're doing, you know, subscribing and liking our show is great, but more than anything else, Leaving a positive review helps a ton. It's the biggest thing that you can do to support this show, to help us grow, to do more, and to do better. So with that, I want to thank you for taking a couple minutes out of your day to listen. I hope that you have a good one and a safe journey home.